Welcome to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And um, I hope you guys are sitting down for this one. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to get really interesting. Joining me in studio today, friends of the show, all of these, you know what, I, as I say that, I just realized that they've all been on the show before. Uh, not together. Well, two of you guys have. Um, so let's start with let's start with the guys, Frankie and BJ Hi. from Family is About Love. How are you doing, guys? We're doing great. How are yeah, you? yeah, we're enjoying our summer off right now and just relaxing. Yeah, teachers. Every day's enjoying... weekend. That's nice. Yes, <laughs> and um, and Mr. Milo. He's doing great. He's at summer camp. He's in a cabin with. 12 five-year-old boys and he's coming home quite rambunctious every day <laughs> oh well yeah that uh that sounds like a fun summer i want to do that yeah he's having fun for sure they should have a parent camp we can leave our children elsewhere and we just go not when you work kids. from home like i do guys <laughs> um and what about uh how was pride month for you guys I know it's a busy month for you guys. It's busy, yeah, because it's Milo's birthday. So we're busy. Where that's really takes up most of our time is planning that and and getting everybody together and me making his cakes and and all that. Oh yeah. Yeah. So so BJ, you take uh, you take the lead on that stuff. Well, I'm a baker, so I. I, Yeah. Well, that's that's always my thing. And I yeah, I teach at uh, yeah Yeah. at school. Yeah. See. Okay. We're waiting till we can take Milo in the parade. We haven't felt four is just the right age to walk down the street or for two hours in a parade yet. Yeah. But we're really excited. I think next year we're gonna. Oh my god! I think he's going to love it. I think he is too. Uh, He loves attention, so he's gonna (laughs) love everyone staring at him. (laughs) And uh, and next to you, we've got Miss Kelly Schwartz from Awoken beauty hi kelly hello and uh, first of all apologies if you hear like little people in the background those are my little people i love it though (laughs) i love it you know what if you could do this on any show it's this show it's the parenting show so yes i tell my guests i'm like bring your kids it's all good (laughs) we've got kelly's almost three-year-old almost three-year-old danielle uh, a dragon who's playing with trucks, and uh, Solal, the other little dragon. He is 17 months, and uh, and I guess one, a very uh, big... Wh- <laughs> a baby on the way. Ba- a baby on the way. Oh, my gosh. So we've got we've got two current teachers, uh, Frankie and BJ. Uh, Kelly, you used to be a teacher. I used to be, teach both high school and university. High, teaching high school was the scariest job I've ever had. And I've had, like, for the first week, I all I wanted to do was hide in the toilet under a sink and cry. Um, <laughs> Where I, did you teach? In Mexico. I'm from Mexico. Oh. So, um, yeah, I'm, right now I'm, I'm friendly with some of the kids I taught. And they're, like, they've graduated university. But that first week was terrifying. Because, and Kelly, you're, yeah. you're our sex expert. So I it's am. not like that you just went in and, and, you know, taught, you know... Here's your geography lesson. Well, no, I used to <laughs> teach literature. Um, uh, that's what my background. Uh, I, so I taught, but I always, you know, with a twist. And and they would come to me. I was the one that they could ask questions to. And I've always made myself available. Um, because somehow, I mean, and that's the topic we're going to... Yes, we are. We're gonna um, we're gonna dive into, into sexual um, education. Sexual education in Mexico. Sexual education is well non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's so much ignorance. I I used to see all, also in in university students and especially females um, th- who had no idea about their body parts and had no idea about anything. So 
I think mm. everyone's pretty much on the same page here that sexual education <laughs> is uh, very important. Yes. Yes. And uh, and something that we need, right? Absolutely. In our curriculum. So we're going to talk about that today on the show. It's probably going to get a little bit heated. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it is. You know what? It's a topic that we do. We can't just push it aside. We can't just brush it, you know, sweep it under the rug because... It happens, and there's so much that has changed over the years. Um, and now with our government, stuff is changing again. And so us parents, we need to look and we need to think to ourselves, okay, so how do we want to approach this? What do we want for our children? Um, what do we do? What does this mean for us? So we thought, you know what? What better way to discuss it than to have a show with, with some current teachers, a former teacher, someone that has a background in uh, sexual education. And so uh, this is what's going to happen. This is it's all going down on all the right. parenting show. <laughs> Stick around. We've got more right after the break. On Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Now, back to the parenting show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the parenting show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. We're joined in studio with the guys from Family Is About Love. You guys need to go check out their blog, which is familyisaboutlove.com. Yes. And uh, terrific guys, teachers, BJ Barone and Frankie yes. Nelson, and uh, and Kelly Schwartz from Awoken Beauty. So, guys, I don't know. Who wants it? Who wants you guys? I don't even know where to start with this. Well, I think we were it's talking like, about something before. You know, a lot of people wonder why we're upset about Doug Ford's decision to bring back the old health curriculum. And for us, that was brought around in 1998. As I was saying to you earlier, um, gay marriage wasn't around until 2005. So we're not even... We don't exist. We don't exist in, yes. that, in that curriculum. And that's a real problem for me. You know, someone else, a friend of ours approached me and said, what do you care? You know, let the parents teach them at home. We've I've heard that too. Through there's, I run a Facebook mom group. It didn't happen in my group, but another group that um, that's out there. Someone told me that they saw the same thing. One of the moms was like, "I don't understand what the big problem is." It's our responsibility as parents to teach our children about sexual education. But it isn't. It is, I mean, it, it is, is and, and it, it, it is and it isn't. It is. It is the parents' um, responsibility, but it's also school's responsibility. I it's, agree. It's, it's a it's a conjoint responsibility because you can't fully rely on the parents and you can't fully rely on school. Like you can't have parents mm -hmm. who like completely wash their hands as like, oh, they'll learn at school. I don't and and I don't even need to teach. My 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 girls or my boys about menstruation. Then they you know they get their period for the first time at school and they don't know what's going on. It it just it needs to be with everything, right? The same thing with manners. Just let, let's talk about something very simple like manners. Like like you don't push, you don't hit, you say thank you, you say please. Like you don't only have the preschool like teaching those things. You wash your hands after the potty. Right? I'm, yeah, no. Yeah, they have to be reinforced. Totally, yeah, they have to be reinforced in both places because that's where kids spend time. They spend time and that's where they have authority. They have authority at school and at home. Therefore, the education needs to be conjoined and, and sexual education is so so yeah. important. So Frankie, like you were saying, a lot of you hear it too. A lot of people are saying, "Well, that should just be taught at home." Why? Well, you know, why do you have a problem with this? Well, Frankie? I, but, I mean, my reaction was, "That's great <laughs> and all." I said, but then you know, the, and a lot of people. The problem is the people that want to repeal this current curriculum are also those p same people that 
in my opinion, don't aren't going to be teaching it at home. And that's the real issue. They don't mm -hmm. want it to be taught in school and they don't want it to be taught. And you can't and, put your blinders on for something like I, this. And, and they don't want to teach their children about all the different types of families, which is our, you know, our biggest concern about this new education. Right. The gay. If they're, you don't talk about the gay, there is no gay. Yeah. And for those of you guys <laughs> tuning in. So um, Frankie and BJ are married. Yes. And they have a, the cutest little boy, Milo, uh, which they had through surrogate. Yes. yes. So I can see and understand why, because like you're saying, if they want to go back to a curriculum that, you know, is from 1998, this is prior to a lot of things a happening. Lot of things. Cyberbullying. Um, we were talking about lots of things that just yeah. weren't around. Consent. 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 We teach Milo consent now. He's four. I and we teach them, yeah. we tell them, you have to ask. You can't just touch somebody or you, you you have to make sure that you say, can I hug you? Yeah. Just stuff like that. I, right? I teach my two and a half year old consent. She just mm -hmm. got potty trained. She potty trained herself. So she's wearing underwear. So there's more access. Mm -hmm. And like I'm teaching her about private parts and the correct names of yeah. her. Mm -hmm. Like when I was growing up, like everything was the pee pee, right? Yeah. Me yes. and my brothers, we all had pee pees. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah not, not exactly. Really. Not really. It doesn't work that way. Um, and we're teaching her, like, yes, you need to, like, from hygiene, you need to wipe yourself and then, you know, wash your hands. But also, if somebody's going to help you go to the potty, they need to ask you permission to touch your vulva and your vagina. Like, yes. you can't mm -hmm. just have anybody touch you. Yeah. And she knows, and it makes my, my both my mom and my in-laws very uncomfortable when she's like, look, I'm wearing underwear and you can't touch my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Yeah, so she's smart. Yeah, yep. that's great because growing up, just like you, Kelly, it was the same thing. You know what I mean? You had all these d different cute little nicknames for things. Um, and we didn't, I didn't know that. And just like you said too, with some of your former students, female students in university, not even knowing, Where you know. Where the clitoris is. Right? Crazy. So we totally, I see the importance, and I think a lot of parents see the importance of having, you know what I mean, this sexual education curriculum in place. I mean, I think... BJ, and one that oh, is current. And one that exactly. is current. I don't even think you didn't... Well, you my, parents, my parents never... I went to Catholic school growing up, so it was... Oh, yeah, it's different. very different. Very different. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you, BJ. And my parents never discussed sex with us and about how babies are made. Everything I learned, to be honest, is watching through porn. And that's not the correct way that I should have been taught. Right? See? You know what? I'm going to stop you right there because yeah. I want that is going to, I know, spin off to some other <laughs> yeah. stuff. So let, let's just take a break. Okay. You parents listening at home, don't go anywhere because we're going to be right back. It's all going down right here on The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Today we are talking about sexual education and the importance of sexual education in our schools. Um, a lot of people are this, you know, freaking out about this because of what's happening within our government. Uh, understandably so. A lot of people think that maybe it's something that should be taught by the parents at home. And it's fine that, you know, um, it's not they're going to change the curriculum at school and go back to a program that, you know, is from 1998. How That's what, 20 years ago. 
Yeah. Um, so we've got we've got our friends uh, BJ and Frankie from Family is About Love. We've got Kelly Schwartz joining us from Awoken Beauty. Um, and we're talking about all this stuff. And, and right before the break, um, <laughs> BJ, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> BJ dropped a little bit of a bomb. He said that he attended a Catholic school mm-hmm. and he never got you never got taught any of this stuff. You, it was never spoken about. At home. No, never With your at parents. Home. And you know what? I can say the exact same thing. Well, if you don't talk about it, it doesn't exist. Exactly. Yes, exactly, <laughs> right? So you were saying, BJ, that you learned about how, you know, that whole world yeah. through a different right. channel. So I'm the youngest of four <laughs> kids. I'll put it out there. Uh, I have three older sisters. I'm the youngest. And sex ed was never brought up in our house. Like, it was a very taboo subject. And that's... And it's also stigmatizing too, because you can't. We never called it a penis or a vagina. It was always a pee pee or, or I don't remember what my mom called a vagina growing well, up. Well, you can't. You're of Italian descent, like I am. Yeah. So it's probably like a cutesy Italian it little yeah. term. Yeah. So and we would Makes after no school, sense. like honestly, after school, I remember my sisters and I were so bad. We would run home, and we lived behind the school, so we would run home and put on porn, but we would mute it and we would pretend like we would make up storylines and just whatever. <laughs> so I'd be the guy. It was like so weird, but that's how, but honestly, that's how I learned about sex. You know what? A lot of, especially men and I would say boys learn about, about sex through pornography. And an important thing, I I study pornography academically. Um, Mm -hmm. Pornography is not sex. It's a, it's the representation of sex. So you can't expect, but we do, you can't expect sex to look that way. But then they do turn, they do start having sexual experiences and the sexual experiences they're having um, are, don't look like that, yep. but they're expecting yes. that. Exactly. And then or you try and make them look like they that. They try to make them look like that. <laughs> yeah. They're expecting girls to look a certain way, mm-hmm. right? Body hair is completely out of ground unless you're watching feminist porn, which I'm sure like most teenagers don't even know exist. I um, did not even yeah, know that until right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll share some links. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, for example, feminist porn is actually like. Porn that is not just, you know, banging and and squashing and money shots. It has to do more with sexual representation and also representation of the different body types, different kind of people. Not like real, much more erotic. Yes, definitely Mm. much more erotic. So what happens nowadays is that if you get most of your sexual education, which a lot of men, especially again, men do, um, cis men, I'm going to go that way, uh, is that the expectations are wrong, the, the experiences are wrong. And then there's a huge trend right now, which is extremely unfortunate, of 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds who have uh, erectile dysfunction and who just um, are uh, premature ejaculators. And you're like, but why? There's nothing wrong with them. There's nothing physically wrong with them. Mm-hmm. But they, the level of expectations that they have and the ignorance that they, because of the ignorance that they've acquired or yep. they, mm. and has nothing to do with reality. And then, you know, you have couples who have pretty horrible sex because again ignorance right the whole the every i think every everything that we're talking about today the whole umbrella is uh, under ignorance right what happens when you have ignorance and taboo in such an important topic as sexuality what happens if you're if you're teaching kids or not teaching kids about the existence of you guys as a couple as a family as the possibility of a family right like why why do all the like not not nowadays, but a lot of children's books 
just have like a mommy and a daddy and babies it's like yeah well no because there's sometimes just mommy mm-hmm. there's sometimes just daddy there's sometimes daddy and daddy there's something you know and it yeah. is there's so many different mm-hmm. we wrote a configurations book, uh recently and we made sure to include all the different it was about our family but we wrote about you know families makeup is so different that's my biggest really concerned right now about what's going on with our current education. I mean, as educators, we spend we spend most of our time, even as high school, trying to figure out ways to include everyone in our classroom, in our curriculum. And I get concerned that now Milo won't be seeing himself in the learning that's happening in his class. What if he's always left out? I mean, what... It, you know, I was left out my whole life from our education and from everything, and I and I definitely don't want my son to be yeah, growing up no, that way. Yeah, no, I... Um... I think that I thought that we were going in a pretty great direction. So did I. I thought a great um, direction. And I thought that it was great and that kids nowadays were becoming, they were like, okay, I see that, okay, Milo has two dads. That's cool. That's normal, mm-hmm. you know? And it just, for me, it saddens me to think that, you know, we could be going back in time instead of moving forward. For example, of how, like, the importance of, of education, sex ed, and consent which has been taken out consent is huge right especially with everything that's happening in the world in, today today um mm-hmm. a little girl i saw a friend post this on facebook um, a little girl in preschool gets um wants to like go through and this little boy is not letting her get through so she pushes him so the teacher comes over and tells her you know you're not allowed to push we don't you, you we use words you can ask to be to move but she also tells the boy hey you're in her space you need to move and you you can't be like right on her yes and if she says excuse me or can you move you need to move so those two things when we were young is like hey the boy's in your face he likes you it's yeah. okay yes. if he tugs yeah. on your hair. Yeah. It's okay if, if he gets like like the the more horrible he is to you, that that's good. It's okay. Yeah, and that's just, just and that's nuts. a little bit of consent, and it's a different way of talking because we consent, consent also means space. Yes, and consent is huge, and I want to talk a little bit about that some more after the break. So stick around. You're listening to the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We are in studio today with Kelly Schwartz from Awoken Beauty. She's a former teacher, sexual education expert. We've got uh, BJ and Frankie from Family yeah. is About Love and they're current teachers, uh, both high school teachers. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about sexual education and our curriculum and how things are changing right now. Uh, there's You've probably seen it all over social media. You've probably uh, heard it on the radio. You've probably turned on the television and heard about it on the news. Um, it's happening and the way things are going is that they want to revert back to an older curriculum a curriculum dating 20 years ago 1998 Um, and there's so many things that aren't covered in that curriculum that were being covered in this current one consent was one that we were just talking about before the break uh kelly you were just saying how it's not only about saying yes to yes or no to sex it's about giving somebody space it's about changing your mind 
It's about it's about so many things. Consent is we we usually even talk about consent. Only think about the sexual act, and consent has to do with much more. It has to do with what I was saying with the space, with respect, with who you are and what we are, and it also has to do with with um, consenting the existence of others, which is what we were talking about right like during the break of how eradicating the LGBTQ community from the curriculum basically means like like a lot of people non-existent don't exist or they're not they're not respected like the little boy who dresses in 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 dresses for school because either he's transitioning or he's just experimenting or he just wants to or he just wants to and so these just wants to these kids too it just like it breaks my heart to know that um you know it's just hey no we're not going to talk about that. This doesn't exist. You can feel all alone. You can feel... It's not a message that it's wrong. And, you can't be that way. And that also, you know, snowballs into other things, mm-hmm. like the bullying. Yep. And we know how big that is nowadays, especially with social media, which again, back in 98, wasn't there. Right. You know, um, there wasn't Snapchat. There wasn't Instagram. There wasn't a lot of things. And uh, a lot of these tools are being used um, with the, you know, sex. And there wasn't behind out, it. out and proud transgender people, um, you know, in our community being role models for, for mm-hmm. so many kids. I mean, just so much has changed. I mean, in the grade three curriculum, they want to take out the, you know, what I think is the important part, which is identify the characteristics of healthy relationships, which includes everything from accepting differences, being inclusive, communicating, mutual respect and caring. Those are all the things that were sort of umbrellaed under all these different families and how we, we just respect everyone's differences. And that's not in our old curriculum, unfortunately. Yeah. Or um, gender roles, right? Like gender there's, roles. There's like a man and a woman, and a man, you know, goes to work, and a woman stays home and, and raises the children, and that's all there is, right? And that isn't all there is. I mean, I do have my kids at work today because it just happened to be that way. But also, you know, it doesn't... If if you if you teach children that the expectations certain expectations of what gender roles should be, that's what they grow up with, and they it doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So you can't have different kinds of families or ki- different kinds of gender roles. Like, who says that you know the mom doesn't go out to work, or the the two dads go out to work, or the two dads stay at home, or the two moms stay at, like it's just no. There's so many different combinations, and each family is unique and different, and. Like, you know, our education should encompass all of that, Mm -hmm. you know, include everyone. And we're obviously not worried about the three of us. Our kids are all going to know everything they (laughs) need to know about sex education, whether they get it. That's how I feel. I'm not worried Mm -hmm. about Milo. I was raised in a very open sexual, you know, we talked about sex and we're going to talk about sex with Milo. But it's the other kids that are in this class. And that's the thing, too, is that so... You guys are a great example. So, Frankie, you're saying you came from a family that was very open about it and you spoke about it freely at home where, you know, we just learned that BJ, it Mm -hmm. wasn't the case for him. You know, so a lot of parents going back to it saying um, a lot of them are up in arms about it and a lot of them are also saying and you got some other people who are saying, well, no, it's up to the parent to teach the child. And we spoke about this like uh, earlier on in the show, but it's. What about those parents that just and just don't feel comfortable and that are like, I need that help and support from the school. You know, I can I think I can cover off a little bit. You know what I mean? Some basics. But I'm turning to the school because I need some help, too. So it's like it's a joint effort. 
I, I also think the school, for some parents, that some kids just need to be told at school their parents don't want them to know, and it just has to be done that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, they won't get any education about it. Or their parents really just don't know. I get approached by parents all the time asking me, hey, can you talk to my kids about sex? Because I don't know how to do it. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable. I do want them to know, but I just don't know how to do it. Can you please come in? And I'm like, well, you you know, you're, you you sign a consent form. I'll be very happy to do so. Um, not at school. And it's not that the parents don't want them to know. It's just they don't know how. So what happens to, so again, all these parents who do want their children to have information, but they don't have the resources. Mm -hmm. Either the physical resources or the mental resources or just the, even the energy to find other ways to do it. Yeah, well, we're talking all about uh, sex ed and the curriculum here in Ontario on the Parenting Show today. So stick around because we've got more after the break. Listening to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. We have a full house here today. We've got BJ and Frankie from Family is About Love. Uh, great website. You guys need to go check it out, familyisaboutlove.com, and uh, you'll find them all over social media, Facebook and Instagram as well. And Miss Kelly Schwartz from Awoken Beauty. Uh, she is our sex ed expert. There we go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and we're talking all about sexual education today. Kelly is a former teacher and Frankie and BJ are current high school teachers. And um, and things are changing. Things are changing in the school system. Things are changing um, with our government right now. And it involves sexual education um, big time. So we were talking about many different things. We were talking about consent. We were talking about the importance of sexual education and how um, parents are feeling right now. One of the things that for me, I can't seem to wrap my head around is that the way things are going is that they want to bring back an old curriculum, one from 1998. That's 20 years ago. That's a long time. That's before a lot of the social media stuff started happening. Um, and social media, as we know, has been a huge tool when it comes to bullying and exploiting people, um, especially in a sexual manner, um, and especially with young people. Uh, we know that um, Snapchat mm -hmm. is known for that. Yeah. Because a lot of people think, I can send this message, I can send this picture, and it'll disappear, and then it'll be gone. Which on previous shows, if you've listened to the show, um, you know that with our expert, Paul Davis, um, social media expert, he will tell you that there are so many ways to bring back those images. So many ways. Um, they don't just disappear. No. So in this curriculum they want to bring back, none of that is discussed. No. And that can have a huge impact on the people, the young people, you know, today in schools. Um, BJ, you mentioned there are some posters around your school. Yeah, we have posters at my school. It's, uh, I just sent him one pic and now everyone saw it. And it's, it shows that the girl is very distraught because all it is, it is just one pic, one picture. You send it to somebody, forward it, they can save it, screen capture it, and it's there. And mm -hmm. then right away your reputation gets damaged or right away you're called names because you sent out a picture and 
there's future even for not only but students but adults too right and the thing is too is that you know we think sexual education right but it can snowball into other things Mm -hmm. um just the that image that was sent Mm -hmm. you know to someone and now that guy shared it with the whole football team i don't even know why i said football team i'm stereotyping (laughs) i apologize but shares it with all his friends or she shares that picture of that guy with all her friends you know it can affect a person so much that then i don't want to you know what i mean i hate to think about it but then the bullying comes in and we know how bullying has had such an impact on some people that they've resulted and ended their lives you know what i mean they're like it's like okay suicide because it's my only way out you know or traumatize them so bad their future right what happens to that that girl who wants to go into politics but it ends up that there's a picture of her in her teenage years that is extremely inappropriate that is you know every you can't find anything right it's everything Mm -hmm. searchable so what happens to her future what happens and what happens if you're not teaching the children about the consequences of these things as you were saying as teachers that kids don't they see it as menial they're not important they're like oh we're just playing we're just playing around yeah like he sent me a picture i'm sending him a picture he's in um or the emojis right the sexting with emojis like you just everything is you can save everything yeah and there's consequences for everything Mm -hmm. and every like it needs to be taught it does yes. need to be taught. Yes. Even I don't send any. I wouldn't send pictures out. You never know what's going to happen to your <laughs> picture. I was randomly on a date. You know, we were, I used a picture on a dating site 20 years ago. And I was in New York City mm-hmm. uh, about five years ago. And I went on to this grinder d- dating site. And someone had been using a 20-year-old picture of me on that site. That's their profile picture. And that's their profile picture. Isn't that the craziest thing? So and you BJ's just, like, uh, Frankie, we need to have a chat here. <laughs> like, oh, Frankie, you're really hot back then. Going? <laughs> well, it, it, just, it just means whenever you put a picture out there, it yeah, is it out there forever. It doesn't yeah. disappear. And yes, we as parents need to have these conversations with our kids um, and, you know, just educate them and inform them. But I think it's really important that the school, you know, helps and does their part as well. Not only that, parents nowadays, they don't really know. I, I don't know. Like, they may not know. My parents don't know what sexting, sexting is. Oh, God. They don't no. even know how to use My mom knows how to use a cell phone. My father still has his old flip phone. And we're yeah. like, okay, get an iPhone. He's like, no, no. But, and we, like, they don't, they would never no. be able to explain to kids. And so, well, maybe today's generation, maybe of parents, but. Or yeah. even keep control over what, control. what's happening on your on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, it's so true. So it's important that we know about the different types of families out there. We know that, you know what, everyone is accepted. Everyone, this is this is 2018. This is what it's about. We know that um, we should know about our bodies. We should know about consent and the importance of consent. We should learn about, you know, how social media impacts all of those things. You know, as teachers, like, how do you see it what going see? down? I don't know. I'm hoping that most of my friends, you know, my sister's a teacher. I'd have lots of teachers that are still going to keep teaching as teaching about all those things. On the, I, If they're not teaching it through the curriculum, they have lots of books throughout their classroom. And they'll still be sharing important books. I mean, we wrote, not to tout our own horn about our book, but we wrote a book about surrogacy and families. Yeah. And we've been going to schools doing book readings for years as part of the grade three health curriculum just to talk about differences yes. in different types of families. I don't think we'll be doing that for the next four years, which well, is fine. Well, because now, too, I'd imagine, though, like, you know, you said your sister's a teacher and you hope that, you know, she continues to do some like teach some of this stuff but 
can now these teachers who are like, well, you know, I think it's really important. I'm going. Yes. I'm going to do that. What happens if, to the, with the parents who don't want to be? Taught? Yeah, yeah well, they complaint. get in trouble. One complaint, unfortunately, can get some teachers in trouble. Depending, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. But we, I know we were just talking about this about I, you know what are people going to do because we're going to see a lot of action by teachers in the fall. People are not going to sit back and just not teach about these really important things that teachers want their own kids to know about. Yeah, we are going to talk um, about and, and and go through some ideas and some tips on how uh, of what you can do as a parent um, when it comes to sexual education and your children. So stick around. You're listening to the Parenting Show right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And we have Miss Kelly Schwartz joining us from Awoken Beauty. She is also a former teacher and she is a sex ed expert. Uh, we've got the gentlemen, Frankie Nelson and BJ Barone from Family is About Love, also teachers. Um, and we've been talking about just the whole sexual education um, curriculum, changes that are being made, and everything else that goes along with it, which is like, I take a deep breath when I say it because it's just, I can't seem to wrap my head around it. And I know that I've said that. I don't know how there's not going to be tons of complaints and human rights complaints. I mean, LGBT communities protected under our Charter of Rights. I mean, by excluding a whole group of people from our current education when... Uh, you know, gay marriage has been around for 15, 13 years. I, I don't quite understand. And the curriculum it. they want to go back to is twenty years old. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna. Fi- I, I don't know what we're gonna do, but if if we have to, with a whole bunch of other people, we'll be filing complaints. Make sure to go online and get uh, the current curriculum. So you can right now if um if parents are that are listening at home. Um, really feel strongly about this that they really want their children to to learn the current curriculum, not the one that they want to bring back from 98. There is a way to actually uh, download or pull that curriculum you guys were saying? Mm -hmm. So yeah, at Service Ontario at uh, 777 Bay Street, they have copies of it. Uh, And you can go online to uh, Ministry of Education, Ontario Ministry of Education site and search the Ontario uh, Health Curriculum. Make sure you're looking at the 2000 and uh, 15 curriculum and not the yeah. 1998. There's, there's also there's a bunch of groups on Facebook. Um, like there's an Ontario Sex Ed Curriculum Book Drive. Yes. There is a teacher. I can't find her name at the moment. She actually did mm. a Kickstarter. Nadine Thornhill. Nadine Thornhill. Yeah. She'll be doing videos um, coming September. So parents have resources. I've also started doing some IGTV videos on my Instagram, which is oh, a, that's fantastic. Um, Awoken Beauty. Um, just to have, I think the more resources, the better because sex ed um, is power. The more education we have, and just think, just think about any other kind of education. The more education we have, the more powerful be- we become. True. Um, and and that goes into every area of life. If you don't know how to balance your books, then your economy can go down the drain because you were never taught how to, you know, do a budget or how to balance books or what to do with, you know, your uh, your salary. Yeah, it's 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 true. They have always said that knowledge is power, mm-hmm. and so if we strip that away from people, then what? What are we left with? Doug Ford. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so, you know, as parents, you know, you have to think about it and um, you have to really uh, say to yourself, like, what do we want our kids to learn? And who do we want our children to grow up to be? So if this is something that is important to you, then maybe go visit that Service Ontario location on Bay Street that, uh, that, Fra- that BJ mentioned and grab yourself a copy of the curriculum. So you have it because in a week it's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. There's also a website, uh, uh, wehaveyourbackontario.org, that you can sign uh, a petition to your local MPP. It has a lot of different um, yeah. things on the site yeah. that you can do in order to help and change what Doug's decisions. What's going on. Yeah. And, and you, gentlemen, also mentioned um, that you'll be doing something. You'll be taking some action. Well, I just said that uh, I don't know what we're going to do, but I, I, you know, at this point, our son is starting school in the fall, junior kindergarten, so he's not even in a grade yet that he's That's learning health curriculum. Be, yeah. But, I mean, in a few years from now, or I, I'm willing to partner with other people and groups I want to file human rights complaints I mean currently our family is not being seen in in this current curriculum and that's not right and all student all kids just like you were saying about viewing your future if you don't know what exists if you don't know that you're allowed yeah. to be gay or lesbian or anything or just be different that that is that could be a vision for your future right it's true. I, I don't want my, any kid, any gay kids growing up like I had to grow up. No, not at all. And uh, and Frankie and BJ, thank you so much for joining us today. If uh, if people want to find your stuff, where can they find you guys? Our website is familyisaboutlove.com. Uh, Instagram, same, familyisaboutlove. And Facebook. Uh, and Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Family is about love. Twitter, wherever. And, and the name of your book, because uh, I love that you guys have this book that tells the story about your family. I'm hoping that, you know, a lot of schools bought it, so I'm hoping that it'll still be read coming this year. It's called uh, Milo's Adventure, A Story About Love. And that's all about the two of you and how Milo came to be. Yeah, about just it's, families yeah. that are about love, and love is what makes families. Exactly. Yes. And uh, and Kelly Schwartz, thank you so much for joining us again today. Uh, and, thank uh, you. And where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on social as Awoken Beauty on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And my website is also awokenbeauty.com. Thank you, Pina, so much. Oh, my gosh. And thank you. And thank you. know what? Your little ones are the cutest. So we, we've had Kelly's little ones. Uh, <laughs> join us in studio today, and uh, and they're they're awesome. So, you so hear thank little you. Little voices in the background. Yeah, <laughs> if you've been hearing little things in the background, they're the cutest little people. But Kelly, uh, one other thing um, that you mentioned during the show, and for anyone interested, is that if you're one of those parents that we were talking about that you just don't feel comfortable, and you're like, I don't know how to approach this topic with my child. I'm, I'm scared. I'm uncomfortable, or I just don't have the the knowledge. Um, and how to do it myself. So I do, yeah, so I do talks for both tweens and teens. So the first, it's group talks. So the first one I do is with parents. First have a session with parents so they know what I will be talking about with their kids Mm -hmm. and we're on the same page. And also because a lot of the times the parents also need some kind of education. And then I do the the talk with the kids, either tweens or teens. Um, and I talk about consent, sexting, pleasure, the importance of pleasure, the importance of self-discovery, intimacy, shared intimacy, self-intimacy, and other things. Um, I do charge for these sessions, but all this is the social part of my business. So all, everything that comes in through these sessions goes into the period purse, which is uh, a non-for-profit who, that gives uh, menstrual hygiene products to women who are in shelters. 
That is amazing. Yeah. So there's a great resource for you at home. Um, if you missed any of the show and you do want to listen back, you can do so on our podcast, which can be found on iTunes, uh, as well as 640toronto.com. And of course, we always post it on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash The Parenting Show. Uh, head on over, give us a like, show us some love, and uh, and we'll catch you next week right here on The Parenting Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of chicmama.ca. Mm-hmm.